Hello everyone, welcome to episode 18 of the Aviation Spotters Podcast. I am your host, Colin Moser. We have a very epic, because we don't just have one guest, we have two. And we'll explain that here in a second. I just want to touch on last week's episode with Kadar. I hope you guys thoroughly enjoyed that episode, and I hope you guys found what he had to say very inspirational. And I honestly think that was probably one of the best records I've ever done with Kadar. Him and I just talked for hours afterwards. Hopefully, maybe one day we'll get him back on for a part two and uh, maybe just tell the Kadar stories. But I just want to thank him for coming on and taking time out of his very busy schedule to come on here. And I also want to do thank his wife for letting him come on and talk with me on the Aviation Spotters podcast. That being said, I did visit Red Flag last week. Uh, it was great for one day. The other day was absolutely miserable. However, I was able to meet up with one of my good friends. And we are going to talk to him here in a second. So a little background on my guests today. They actually run a joint account, which I think you guys might follow. One of them, both of them uh, lives, well, both of the, one of them currently lives in Las Vegas, Nevada. Well, the other one moved out. However, they still run the same joint account. Let me introduce my two guests for episode 18 of the Aviation Spotters podcast, Mr. Peter Hine from Las Vegas, Nevada, and Mr. Isaiah Ortiz from Tucson, Arizona. Peter, Isaiah, good afternoon. Thanks for coming on the show. Hey, man. How's it going? What's going on? <laughs> what up, man? <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I just want to thank you guys uh, for agreeing to come on. I know we've been talking about this for a long time, and Peter, I know you've been a longtime supporter of the show and listening for day one and i know um i remember we talked about this when i was at red flag back in uh, uh what was it august that uh i wanted to get you and isaiah both on the show so be very unique yeah it's been awesome to listen and i've been wanting to come on for a while to share my story and hopefully inspire some other people to get started yeah so anyway guys let's jump in let's get to know you a little bit uh, let's start with isaiah isaiah uh, let's let us know where you're from, how you got into aviation, and uh, how long you've been taking the aviation photos for. Yeah, so hey, um, yeah, I'm from Las Vegas, and I was born and raised out there, actually. And so, um, you know, I grew up, my, my grandpa was in the Air Force, and so was my dad. So from a pretty early age, I was really into airplanes and, like, the Air Force. And, like, for a long time, I wanted to join the Air Force and fly C-17, so... Um, my grandpa was always really great about taking me to Aviation Nation, which is the air show down uh, at Nellis Air Force Base down in Vegas. And, and man, I, I remember we used to, we would just like sit out, sometimes outside the base, just like watch the, you know, watch the jets go over. And that always just felt really good, you know, like you feel like you're, you know, you want to be up there and you want to, you know, it reminded me of Star Wars in a lot of ways too, because I was a pretty big Star Wars kid. And, uh, but I just, I really loved it, and, um, but as far as spotting goes, like, commercial spotting, I was actually, I got into that, like, way later on, and I'd say early college, like, around, like, 2013, 2014, was when I started actually going to the airport and, and taking pictures, um, with my camera, and in Vegas, it's really fun, because you have really great mountains, and, and really great scenery with the hotels and everything, and for, for backdrops, so, um, you know, that's kind of where we got our, where both Peter and I both got our start, but that's kind of how I got into aviation and, you know, how I got into spotting a bit, but 
Yeah, now now I live in Tucson, so I've been I've been moving around for my career. I work in the environmental field, so um, you know, I, unfortunately, not working on planes, you know, or flying planes like I wanted to when I was a kid. But we can get in, into that more later. Um, I'm gonna give Peter a chance to talk because I know I talk a lot. <laughs> hey, you know this is what this is for. We got to get everybody's stories out. But uh, uh, yeah, let's Peter. Let's get to know about you a little bit. All right. Um, well, I first moved to Las Vegas when I was two years old and got into aviation because of my dad. He has his private pilot's license, so we went on one flight together when we first moved out here, and it was probably the most miserable flight of my life. It was summer, so the turbulence was insane. It was hot. I was stuck in the back seat, you know, throwing up, just miserable and hated it for the time being. And then after that, it was all I wanted to do. So since then, I've been working on getting my private pilot's license, instrument commercial, and now I'm working on my CFI. So hopefully I'll be able to teach the future generation and pass on my knowledge to mold the minds of future pilots. As for spotting, um, like Isaiah said, we kind of got into it together in 2013, early college. I think Isaiah's girlfriend at the time had a camera and she was into landscape photography and then he got a camera and eventually I got a camera and we kind of decided, you know, hey, we like airplanes and we like taking pictures. Let's do an Instagram together. And that's where it all started. Yeah. Uh, so I'm assuming for both of you guys, what do you consider uh, Las Vegas, McCarran, both of you guys' home airports then? Oh, yeah. Yeah, even even Definitely. living in Phoenix, even living in, like, Phoenix and Tucson, Vegas is my home airport, and, yeah, so <laughs> it's it's the best place to spot. <laughs> yeah, you can't beat the background. No, you can't. Um, you know, I was out there for, I mean, I was, recently I've gone into more Vegas spotting because, you know, with my profession, I go down a little bit more now, and it's... When I first started spotting Vegas, and God, what was it, early 2017, there was only one spot, and that was at Sunset Park, and I'm like going, oh, this isn't that great, you know, airplanes are really high and stuff like that, and, but then, you know, talking to you guys and another mutual friend of ours, actually two mutual friends of ours, they, you guys started showing me, like, more spots, and now, then I realized, like, holy crap, this is an amazing airport to go spot at. Um, I mean, this especially, not just, you, you hit it right, like, with the mountains, but also with the Strip, you know, it's like the, one of the most iconic landscapes on Earth, you know, and yeah. uh, what's really what's really funny is I've always yeah. wanted to try that Spotters Park that's, like, right by 2-6, where you get those really cool crosswind touchdown shots, mm. and I told my friend, uh, Jordan, uh, Jordan Aaron's a former guest on the show, we're like, hey, you know, we're probably about to drop the car off, we got a couple minutes, you know, let's just go try it, right? And Jordan's like, oh, what if it's probably closed due to COVID? And sure as crap, man, we drove past and the gates are closed. We're going, are you kidding me? Uh, but one day I want to try that. Yeah, it's been closed for a few months, but we're hoping they'll open. Are you talking about the Sunset Lot or what? Which one? Uh, the one, yeah, the one that's, that's like, that's like round the fence for 2-6, I believe. That, that, that may be it. Yeah, that's Sunset Lot. Okay. All right. So let's, uh, yeah, actually, real quick. Can we talk about the joint Instagram account? So both of you guys got into it because you guys have said, screw it. You know, did you ever think that how far that account would have gone right now? I mean, you guys are extremely popular and stuff like that. I think you're one of the most popular, if not the most popular Vegas uh, spotting Instagram pages, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, 
we definitely didn't expect it to blow up so much and you know really how it got started we were posting our own like peter and i would go out spotting and then we would post it on our personal accounts i think at the time like my instagram handle was like jacques or something like that just something ridiculous and <laughs> and and i would just post my you know i'd post my aviation photos on there but nobody real like there was just a select group of people that that liked it and um I think Peter, you're experiencing like the same thing, right? Yeah, I was posting on my personal account and I was getting comments from my friends like, who cares? So I was kind of like, hey, let me post for people that would care. Uh, I was just gonna say, and like, that's that's kind of how we ended up saying like, man, we should just make a spotting account so like our friends don't have to, you know, we don't have to put our friends through this. Because <laughs> I mean, they were definitely like, some of our friends were just like legitimately getting upset. They're like, oh, commercial airlines are lame. You know, I, I like the military stuff. And like Peter and I, we just, we just really liked airplanes. So mm-hmm. yep. it was just, we didn't want to even think about that kind of stuff. And a lot of times when we go spotting, we'd go together. So, you know, it just made sense for us to both do it. And I think we, we both just kind of hatched this idea like out of Buffalo Wild Wings. We were just like eating chicken wings on like a Thursday night or something like that. And we were like, yeah, but let's just start this account let's just like start throwing up photos every once in a while and just see kind of where it goes and without you know very high hopes for anything we just wanted to post somewhere in peace you know (laughs) yeah definitely never expected it to get to this level like i think we have twenty two thousand followers now we're doing an interview on a podcast about spotting it's just insane how far it's come it's it's really awesome to see, especially like that Joanna County. You guys are also pretty uh, well known for some very, how should I say, it, um, interesting captions and interesting weeks and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely not PG thirteen sometimes. <laughs> yeah, we've had some issues with that, but I've, I think we've toned it down a little in the recently yeah you guys have has, has instagram ever like taken any photos down because of like profanity is there anything you guys captioned on there only one post because it was something very very bad <laughs> i don't even want to repeat what it was <laughs> yeah we're not we now we got to keep this at least pg-13 on here so yep. let's let's talk in the after show maybe i ever start a patreon then we can maybe have it for the patreon supporters if i ever do that <laughs> <All right>. so <laughs> All right, guys. Well, let's uh, let's let's kind of move it on. Um, let's talk about camera gear. So, you guys have a joint account, but I don't think you guys use the exact same camera gear. So, uh, Peter, let's start off with you. You know, what camera gear have you used currently, and what have you used in the past, and whatnot? Yeah, uh, I started off with my trusty iPhone six, and uh, like I said, Isaiah got me into the DSLR world, and I started with a Canon T five I. Started with the kit lens, uh, the 18 to 55. Eventually moved up to the 55 to 250, and now I'm working with a Canon 90D and Sigma 150 to 600. Awesome, Isaiah. What about you? Yeah, right now I'm shooting on a uh, Canon 80D. Um, I always struggle to say 80D without it sounding like ADD. <laughs> but I, I shoot with one of those and. Um, a Canon uh, 70 to 300 L lens. What else? I yeah, I mostly shoot with those. Sometimes I'll shoot with an ultra wide to get like a like a belly shot of like something insanely huge, like a A380 <laughs> or something like that. Um, I have a Tokina 11 to 20 uh, f 
And then before that, I had a just one of the old Canon 55 to 250s. And, you know, it did its job. I think I, Peter, I ended up selling that lens to you, right, for like 20 bucks or something like that. Yep, you did. That was the first lens upgrade I did. Yeah, yeah. And so um, I originally had that, and I just kind of got tired of that focus hunting all the time. So I probably bought something for too much money with an L lens, but... <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's what I'm shooting on now, and the ADD is great because it, it just shoots really fast um, for, like, the burst shots, so. Uh, we had a lot of guests that come on, like the episode with John Wynn, and, and he said, you know, it's your biggest investment is in the glass, and Canon L glass is one of the best glass you can get, so. Um, but real quick, before we kind of move it on, I forgot to ask uh, the question. previous question is, what are you guys' hobbies outside of aviation photography? So I'm really into landscape photography, and... I really like that. That's something that just kind of was one of the first things that I really got into with photography in general. Like a lot of times I was just like shooting on my uh, my Windows phone. If you remember that, shout out to Windows phones. <laughs> you know, they had oh, some of the best cameras on them. And I used to shoot like a lot of landscapes. And I remember like Peter and I would go out to this really cool area called Red Rock Canyon by, by Vegas. And, you know, we go out there in the rain and, and take pictures and like Peter mentioned earlier, my ex got me into DSLR photography because she was into that. And so once I got that, I just really started taking off with landscape photography. But yeah, I do that. Sometimes I'll do cityscapes, but especially being out here in Arizona, I'm just loving like doing all the landscape photography out here. So um, that's my that's my other main hobby. I'll end up going backpacking or hiking in the most random places just to try to get a nice shot of whatever wildflowers or fall color or whatever so that's what i do on the side okay and what about you peter uh my hobbies pretty much are all aviation related i'm kind of the guy whose entire personality is airplanes but uh you know like isaiah said i also like hiking and doing some landscape and cityscape photography and sometimes i'll play Call of Duty and get mad at the world and just kind of hang out. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of cityscape, I just want to touch on this. Um, I think I saw your photos, but when Vegas shut down, you went onto the strip and took the photos on the strip. And how was that when everything out there was a ghost town? Yeah, that was really spooky. It was definitely weird seeing it without any people and none of the hotels were lit up. It was. It was pretty intense. I plan to go out when it's all reopened and everyone's come back and do some comparison shots. That'd be really cool to see, but I remember I seen those shots and I was like, wow. A place you would never think that would stop. And it stopped. It ground to a halt. Like, for example, I was actually going to go down there on March 17th of 2020 to March 18th because of my birthday. I was going to fly my girlfriend down and I was going to go out to Red Flag. Uh, have the day at Red Flag, come have a nice dinner with my girlfriend, have a really nice hotel room, and then fly her back in the morning, then I go do the second day at Red Flag, because we had a really a nice bunch of international players. Well, uh, Vegas shut down on the 17th, and uh, I had to cancel my trip, and little did I know what, uh, what the hell of 2020 would become of that. Yeah, uh, 2020, screw you. Yeah, seeing Peter's pictures, it, it was so bizarre. Like, I remember doing a lot of cityscape shooting down there, and like, 
2014 and 2015 and I would just be crawling all over the strip you know just shooting photos all the time and Peter and I actually did some pretty crazy stuff like to get some shots like <laughs> you know like getting on 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 top of buildings that were not really supposed to be on top of and things like that but <laughs> but it was really really a trip seeing uh just seeing that you know just seeing all the doors boarded up I mean it looked like there was like a war going on or something like fallout new vegas was happening or something like that it's really weird <laughs> yeah that has been insane to go and see but hey i'm glad everything's starting to reopen and stuff like that but uh all right well enough about uh boring las vegas right <laughs> yeah That's, that uh, sucks <laughs> i know there's nothing to do out there right <laughs> all right guys <laughs> This can. There's a, there's a beach photography, but not much else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So let's kind of move it on to the next question is, uh, uh, Isaiah, let's start with you again. All right. So, Isaiah, what's your uh, favorite airport to go spotting at? And also, yeah, what's your favorite airport to spot Definitely at? Definitely Vegas, like without a doubt. I just, I really, really love spotting at Vegas. Just like I mentioned before, like the backdrops, you just can't beat them. And like, I think also with, where Vegas is in the city, I mean, you're, you've got, you've got, you've got it right there in like the middle of the city, pretty much. I mean, you you can on the streets that surround that surround the airport, like you could go to like McDonald's and then like cross the street, and you're right on the fence line of the airport. And so it, it just makes it it takes the edge off because I know at like some airports like walking around the fence and everything is like you have to walk through like these commercial areas and these freight areas and it becomes like kind of sketchy and you know it can definitely attract some unwanted attention from like the cops or security but at vegas you just have so many options because a lot of the surrounding areas of the airport are just very accessible and you can just i mean we're still like finding like cool angles and everything out there and, and so yeah it's that's that's why I really love spotting there. It's, and, and plus, it's, it's my home airport, so it's like... And the variety is good, too, in Vegas, too. Like, I think something that sucked about the pandemic was a lot of the variety went away. Like, a lot of the international airlines were no longer coming in. And and so... But, you know, before that, I mean, it, Vegas was just booming with international traffic. Like, we thought we were really lucky. Remember, Peter, when, like, Norwegian came in? We were so stoked for that. Yep. And that... That was really cool, and then after, like, who who knew, like, all the ways that it was going to blow up after that with, like, Eurowings and, um, dang, who else ended up coming in there? Yep. Oh, oh, yep. yep. And KLM. Yep, yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. On the yeah. dash 10. It's just insane. It's insane, Ugh. and all that just kind of yeah. went down the gutter, but, yeah, I really love Vegas. Yeah, Peter, I'm assuming you're just, you're the same yeah, way. Yeah, I gotta keep it biased to the home airport. Um, like Isaiah said, the backgrounds are unbeatable, and there's so many different angles, but there's also a huge variety of aircraft that come in from the commercial inter international airliners to domestic, and uh, we get great business traffic with all the conventions and stuff that comes to town. And we also will have some military from time to time, so it's just a great variety of pretty much anything you could want. Yeah, it's it really is an amazing airport to spot at, and you get a lot of cool stuff, and you get a lot of cool angles for that stuff, and you get a lot of great backgrounds for that stuff. 
um, pretty cool is when Virgin sent their 747s in before they retired them, it's like one of my first ever trips out there and I got a really, really awesome photo of, a, of the uh, 747, the nice, one of the nice uh, metallic oh, yeah. red tail yeah. 747s. Mm -hmm. Got taken off, as you guys say, <laughs> stripping. <laughs> And it's really cool that I put up on Jet Photos and the station manager for Virgin Atlantic got in contact with me. He's like, hey, I'm the station manager for Virgin Atlantic. Any chance I could have this photo? I'm like, yeah, sure. So he was wow. hanging up in his office. Yeah, that's awesome. It's like, that's awesome. And I hope he still has the photo <laughs> or hopefully it's still there, but, you know. Yeah, it's a good feeling when like, yeah, people but, like that uh, just randomly reach out. Yeah, especially, you know, it's like, this may be able to give back, you know, I'll talk previous, all my guests know from previous episodes, it's not about that stuff for me, it's about getting people photos, and in that case, I'm like, yeah, absolutely, I'll hook you up, and stuff like that, so that was, that was always a good, good feeling. So what's, uh, that's kind of that little two-part question, is what's your favorite airplane to spot, and what's your favorite, and kind of what is your favorite airplane, slash favorite airplane to spot? So, uh, yeah, Peter, take uh, it away. Well, my favorite airplane is undoubtedly the one and only Queen of the Skies. 747 just can't be beat, in my opinion. You've got, you know, she's got four engines, a nice little hump on her, and those, you know, she's got amazing curves. It's just my favorite airplane of all time and my favorite airplane to spot. Four out of the six episodes where the Queen of the Skies <laughs> is the favorite, and I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be the same for a lot of other guests on here and uh isaiah um, are you the same with the 747 or is it the uh, cessna skyhawk 117 <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I love a good single layer control 172 <laughs> no no i i so i love the 747 i love spying that plane like some of my favorite shots were of 747s but i think i'm actually gonna say a 787 just because okay. like, every t I just I love the like the wing curve I love that I love like like the nose of the plane and just everything about it is just very aerodynamic. You gotta love like the serrated you know engine cowling the back right there. I mean that it's just it's amazing. That's just an awesome plane and um, like almost any livery looks good on that. I mean you could even just put something really boring like. I don't know, like, I don't know, it could just be all white, and, I, and I'll love that plane. I'd say that one's my favorite. Terrell, if you're listening, the LL scheme is boring. <laughs> the oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I, I, the LL scheme, I love that blue on the LL. Just because I had to say that, because Las Vegas, LL, and we all know one of our mutual friends, Terrell, has, an, has, a, has a love affair at that aircraft. And, <laughs> you know. Love you, Terrell. Uh, <laughs> So 787 and 747. The only 747 that flew into Vegas was the then Virgin Atlantic, though, right? Oh, no, and British Airways. Before yep, yep tried, British right? Airways, too. British. Yep. And if, if you count it, uh, Sheldon Adelson's uh, 747 SPs, those were just, like, always ready to go, just sitting right there on the ramp, so... Let's talk about the 747 <laughs> SP real quick, because yes. that, is, that is my unicorn aircraft. There have been days where it's teased me at uh, let's see, a couple, about a year ago now, I uh, was sitting up in the parking garage just because my flight came in early. I was waiting for some friends. Go up there, take some good strip shots. And I'm up there, and I see the door open on the SP. Like, okay, you're cleaning it. And I see the, the, the stairs go away, and the lights come on, and the APU go on. I'm going, oh my god, today is today. It's going to happen. 
beacon goes on. They start one engine. I'm going, it's happening. Today's the day. It is happening. And then they did, then all the flaps go down. And then they turn it off. And I cried. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you guys have both got that SP, right? Yep. And was it the one that was unfortunately damaged, or was it the one that's still sitting out there? You know, I, I really don't know. Peter, do you know? I've been able to catch both of them multiple times, so I've been extremely lucky. So, Peter... What is your uh, theory on the one that was down in Louisiana and uh, and and why it was down there? I don't know if I should say, but uh, yeah, I think they sent it down there on purpose to get rid of it, just collect the insurance <laughs> money, and screw off with it. <laughs> Go buy another seven four seven, or just yeah, not. just sell off the fleet. I think Sheldon Adelson went down there to wrestle some gators and. <laughs> was at the wrong place at the wrong time. Oh, well, so that's how he died. Yeah, that's his actual <laughs> cause of death. Gator bites. <laughs> Alright, well, let's get this on track back to airplanes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, so you guys, uh, do you guys even have a least favorite aircraft to uh, go take photos of? Oh, man. That's a good question. Oh. Yeah, when I... When I saw this question, I wasn't really sure, honestly, like what my very least favorite, because almost any airplane can look pretty good, depending on the light and how close you are and stuff, so. Okay. I mean, every like every shot counts in a way, then. Yeah, I, I would say so. I mean, you know, I think that sometimes like a Southwest 737 can be pretty boring, but even that can look really rad. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like you said, you got background and stuff like that and you know even if it's a normal 737 at least you could try you know you could try different locations and different shots with that and right you know you know you're not going to miss anything with that yeah you know honestly I, I now that i'm thinking about it i would say like a crj probably be like my my least favorite just because it's not the most photogenic but it's even that airplane can sometimes look really cool depending on the angle but at least the you know that I would say like consistently I, I take those shots and I'll consistently delete them unless the light and the <laughs> conditions are amazing. Mm-hmm. What about you, Peter? Uh, I don't know if I can say I have a least favorite. I I'll pretty much shoot anything and uh, anything that flies, and especially with the downturn in traffic at McCarran, I've been going to the smaller uh, North Las Vegas and Henderson airports, and I've been shooting and posting Cessnas so. You know, it's kind of anything that flies, I'll take a picture of it. Absolutely agree with you. Is sometimes we just need that little Cessna break, and after I got back from Red Flag shooting, you know, fast jets and stuff like that, I went out to the little Nampa airport, and I went out just to go and shoot some general aviation guys for a second to kind of slow the pace back down and just have a nice little relaxing day out there. Yeah, even those can be exciting, you know. You get to see aviation where it starts with students and instructors and then you see it grow all the way to the military base yeah i mean it's you go back to your roots you know yep, like exactly you know like i love going out to nampa and call on the spawn the ga guys especially i got especially more so in 2020 because like i said there's such a downturn in traffic and you know you can go out to some of the local airports and you try your hand at a lot of good stuff you know you're panning and you know you get a lot of practice because it's a Cessna most likely they're going to be tearing up the pattern and stuff like that so you have multiple chances for the multiple same aircraft and then you know it's just you know people 
dog on you know going shooting general aviation and i did for a while but going out there i think it's one of the most fun things to go do absolutely and you never know what you'll see at a little ga airport i've gone out to north las vegas and seen uh gulf streams and business jets like that and i've also seen old warbirds like p-51s yeah, actually, just real quick, let's just dive into uh, Vegas spotting, not just McCarran, but all the other airports. So let's. So we have, uh, besides McCarran International, there is Nellis Air Force Base, there is North Las Vegas, and there's one out in Henderson, right? Yep, those are the four. Okay, so let's kind of just maybe just talk about briefly about those types of airports. I know we've already kind of skipped talk about the airport stuff, but, you know, let's, uh, so we got... Uh, Kind of give us a brief description about like stuff that we can expect. I mean, both of you guys can jump in, but like, kind of what's like a brief description of the uh, of the other three besides McCarran. So I'll start with North Las Vegas since that's where I do all of my training. But that's kind of that's the primary training airport. I say it's like a flight simulator, uh, FSX online server. You've just got everyone learning how to fly and screwing up, and it's just kind of a multitude, but. Uh, it's mostly Cessnas and small planes, but they're it's the occasional business jet. Henderson is going to be more, it's called Henderson Executive, so it's going to be more business jets, but there's also flight schools and some military stuff up based out there. And then, of course, there's Nellis, which is the primary fighter pilot training base in the Air Force. And so they're always ripping out of there, flexing and doing their thing. What's kind of sad is I spent more time in North Las Vegas than I have like in on the Strip when I take my trips yeah. here. <laughs> it's a nice little airport, though. I mean, if you want to just go out and relax, I mean, they got a really great cafe at North Las Vegas, and I would say like out of all of the airports, I mean, you know, obviously, if you're military, you can go on on base and enjoy that, but if you're not, you can't. So, but I would say North Las Vegas is probably like one of the most friendly airports it's just very relaxed they got a great cafe in there with a lot of really great models i don't, I don't know if you've ever been in there colin in their cafe there i haven't been out to north las vegas hopefully next time i'm down there i'll uh, be able to get out there oh man it's so good yeah it's awesome it's really cool but yeah and then i mean nellis is just it's just so much fun like like i said like growing up like that's kind of how i fell in love with aviation just watching the F-16s and the F-15s just rip out of there and it's just it's so cool I mean it's it's just one of those one of the best spots to one of the best airports to just relax and enjoy airplanes and get excited I wouldn't even say relax you just you get excited and you almost pee your pants that's kind of what happens when you see some of those things <laughs> ripping out of there yeah Vegas yeah I mean everybody hears me talk about Nellis on the show but you know a lot of people don't realize there's also some other satellite airports out there that also have some pretty cool stuff out there like North Las Vegas they have the OV-10s and sometimes the uh, MI-24 Heinz will base out of there and you know a lot of other cool stuff you know don't don't ever count out the small little airports yeah, and I mean, if there's even like Boulder City and Creech nearby, like kind of in the region. So if you went out to Boulder City, you could see like a lot of the um, like the skydiving airplanes taking off out of there, and and like some of the Grand Canyon helicopter tours are based out of there. So that's that's kind of a cool place to you know I, I haven't really ever spotted there, but there's a really nice uh, veterans cemetery right next to it. And those things will fly right over your head and. Out by Creech, of course, that's where all the drones are based out of, so... Yeah, you just can't stop anywhere in the vicinity of the Creech Air Force Base. Yeah. They're going to be on your... They're going to be on you pretty quickly. Yeah. 
Cool. Awesome. Uh, and one more question before we kind of move it on. Still talking about airports and stuff like that. Uh, how was Tucson photography out there? And you have a lot of cool stuff, especially like aircraft storage and stuff like that in the vicinity. So just give us a quick little uh, once-over with uh, Tucson. Yeah, so I haven't had a chance to really explore down here. I just moved down into Tucson like last week. So... Oh, that's right. But you were in Phoenix before that, That's though, right? right. Yeah, I was in Phoenix before that. I'm really excited for Tucson, though, because of all the boneyards that they have out here. And, like, Peter and I have been talking about maybe going down to Marana to check out the, the big boneyard out there. The oh, God, why am I forgetting the name of it? Ah, well, it's out by Marana. Pino Airport? Yep. Pima? Pima. Yep. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> oh, my God. The Pima Air and Space Museum, I think they call it down there. But then they also have a boneyard over there i i still need to do my research on that but i'm excited to see that and and you know phoenix is also a cool place to to spot too i really honestly i didn't spot very much like once i moved to arizona i moved out of vegas my spotting like really like i just kind of stopped spotting for the most part really got into my landscape photography and my plane spotting like really really slowed down but phoenix is a cool place because you can stand on top of like the parking garages like in the center of the airport and get some nice angles like top down angles of the airplanes which is really unique and the backgrounds there are pretty cool too yeah i've spotted a little bit in phoenix here and there and it's always a cool airport to do but man i always go into oh god hotter times of the year and he yeah. just ruins everything yeah it's just unbearable down there so. all right well uh, let's move on to the next uh next question guys is what's the rarest aircraft you have ever taken a photo of I would say a DC-3, there was a all chromed out DC-3 that Peter and I saw down, it was, I only saw it parked on the ramp, Peter, I think you caught it flying, it was, um, oh my. Yep, I did. What was the name of that plane? It was like Kelly something. Uh, shoot, I'm blanking on the name, but I could tell you the registration. Yeah, oh, Kippy Lee, that's what it was, Kippy, Kippy yep. Lee, I yeah, pulled so it up because I was like, man, that was really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, what is the registration of that one? It was November 3006. So what was it doing down there? I don't even know. I don't know. Peter, do you know why it was down in Vegas? I don't. I just know it stopped in and we were able to get pictures of it. Yeah, and that that's kind of the cool thing about spotting at Vegas. You get a lot of really random stuff like that that'll just come by and, and come in. And a lot of people just like to stop in Vegas, you know? So it's just sometimes people just want to come into town, so... Yeah, and this is this was an actual like DC three, not one of the turbo conversions, right? That's a really good question. I'm not sure. It was a legit DC three. Wow, that's pretty cool. I mean, especially I mean that that aircraft honestly is going to fly probably a DC three will go on be flying over a hundred years since its first flight. That aircraft will go on forever Absolutely. and ever as it should and ever as it should. It's going it's going to be like honestly it's going to be like the seven four seven of the jet of the of the piston age. The seven four seven is going to go Absolutely. forever. Mainly as cargo, but maybe one day someone will buy up a you know passenger one just for aviation enthusiasts. Yeah, I hope so. One, you know, that'd be awesome. So for both of you guys is, I know I know the answer to this, but I could be wrong. Is what's your guys's favorite event and or location to take uh, photos at besides like your general home airport spotting? I was gonna say I'm not sure if it counts really as an event, but the sidewinder low level out at death valley has got to be my favorite that i've been able to do i know yeah. i'm sure that's a yeah definitely i know Star that's Wars a popular Canyon. answer on here but i gotta gotta go with it how, how how often have you gone out to sidewinder i made it up three times before it was shut before the star wars canyon was shut down okay 
Cool. I know we were out there one day and we didn't even realize we yeah, were out there for the same great day. day. I would definitely say Aviation Nation. I think it just brings a lot of nostalgia for me. So, <laughs> and it's just, it's really fun, like, getting to walk into a C-17, getting to touch a, you know, a, a big old C-5 and and to be close to the air, to the military airplanes and be on, on the base at Nellis. It's just, it's really cool. I just, I really love air shows, so. Yeah, Aviation Nation's a really good one. Uh, luckily, I was able to. We all we were all able to to kind of be in a big group together yeah. back in 2019. Yeah, that was awesome. The night Jacob Rimmel and I got food poisoning. You guys got food poisoning? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you didn't hear about no. that? No. Oh yeah, yeah. Remember how? Remember how we all went to barbecue afterwards? Yeah. Yeah. Jacob and I had the ribs, and Jacob was uh, sick, and actually I was uh, throwing up too around 2:30 in the morning. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, we both got pretty pretty sick from that. And then we were trying to FaceTime a friend of ours, which he didn't pick up, but, you know, whatever, Terrell. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Terrell. Yeah. All right, so what about, uh, let's kind of move it to some storytelling, guys, is... Uh, let's, let's, let's get some spotting stories. And I, instead of like having one like big conglomerate, you guys have to come up with your own unique one. So, Peter, uh, we'll start it with you and Isaiah. I'll let you think about it. Okay. Uh, it's not really a spotting story, but more of a inside access story. And it's actually yeah. a year to the day that I had the opportunity to tour one of the 747 SPs on the Sands ramp and their entire hangar. So that's definitely my favorite, favorite thing that's happened in all of my aviation experience. But for a spotting story... Uh, it was actually the day we were out at Star Wars Canyon, all in the big group. And, you know, we were lucky to get 20 passes that day. It was really an amazing day. And then the last pass of the day, we were all getting ready to pack up. And, the you know, we hear the jet in the distance. We spot it, and he's winding through the canyon like normal. Then he flattens out and lights the cans and comes straight at us. And I think he passed about 200 feet over our heads and just buzz the crap out of us <laughs> that's always got to get your blood flowing out there i mean i mean actually dang it was like two years ago two years ago and two days ago we had a growler pilot dive in and you know he saw us he gave us four passes and he came up and pulled out and he just like knife edge right in front of us it was absolutely epic wow his final, his final run uh there's a video on my instagram and by the time i post this episode i'll try and link in the story with mine but we were all up there, we're all standing there, and then he comes around, he keeps it low, and we're watching him, and he's like, holy crap, he's going to come in again, and then he passes where he would normally dive in, he's like, oh, he's going to ridge run us, he's going to freaking descend it over us. <laughs> well, he, come, he comes in, literally, he banks in over, and he's low, he's like 100, 200 feet, maybe even lower than that, above our heads, and he lights the cans over us, and this goes vertical. Oh man, that's amazing! And I actually, I, video, I actually have video of that. Well, I was taking the photos, but man, it was unfortunately awesome. it was the world's crappiest day out there. Uh, we had the winds from hell. Oh, we had like 50 mile an hour winds at one point blowing through oh, there. God. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, we actually had to move locations. We were down at the uh, down at the saddle. You know, mm -hmm. If you know the Star Wars Canyon, you know the terminology. But we we're down at the saddle. We had to move up to the we had to move up to Pano because uh, just the winds were just insane where we were. But that was miserable. But the pass was awesome. <laughs> but uh, real quick, just for the people that don't know, what is so significant about this seven four about well about the seven four seven SPs at, at McCarran? Um, I know you, they heard us 
a lot talking about it on this episode. So kind of just briefly, why are they so um, kind of unicornish to a lot of people? And just real quick, what's what's the interior like inside of that? Uh, the interior was amazing. I mean, you uh, you can see Kim Kardashian and Kanye West video and get a little glimpse of what the interior is like, but it's total VIP configuration. There's bedrooms and bedrooms and bathrooms and everything you could imagine, like at a flying apartment, basically. It's just amazing. And everything's luxury. Everything's top-notch. It's uh, the reason it's a unicorn for so many people is because there's so few flying. The SP was, wasn't very widely produced, and there are even fewer that are in like a VIP configuration. So to have two of them at the same airport is just top-notch. Formerly two of them. <laughs> yeah, formerly two of them. RIP. <laughs> yeah. One day I'll catch her, hopefully before they, she's officially gone. I know we discussed when we were talking that her days are unfortunately probably numbered just because it's an older aircraft or aren't a lot of parts for it available anymore. But um, hopefully it's a couple more, maybe a couple more years or a year, and maybe one day I might get lucky. Yeah, I hope so, man. And it's so fun to spot that one, too, like at Emma Karen, because, I mean, like you never really know when it's going to take off unless somebody tips you off. And, you know, we had a friend that, would tip us off like hey this thing's going to be taken off today or you know maybe you'll get lucky and you'll be out there and you'll see it turn on but you're not sometimes like you're not sure if it's actually going to take off or not so that it's just always really fun yeah. to to chase that it's like more of the spontaneous thing you could definitely get yourself into a bind like running around the airport trying to trying to catch that thing well what about your story isaiah or do you even have one or you know i just I don't have anything really specific. There's just been so many times where like Peter and I have really wanted to like catch a plane and there's just been like, you know, you know that feeling when you're just driving around the airport, you're really trying to like get this one shot or, you know, you you think it's going to go to one, to one, uh, it's going to land on one runway and then it has to go around or something, something like that. And I I think that was really fun. There was one time there was a British 7-4 that was coming in. At the time, the runways were the sevens. Now they're named the eights. They're like the eastern-facing runways at McCarran. And there was this uh, 747 that was coming in. It was just British Airways. And we had a really... Like, the sun was just about to go down. And we were, like, just so ready for this thing. And it comes in. It's, like, coming in over us. And... It does a go like a 747 did a go around, and it was just so cool. It was just so cool to see a 747 go around because you just you hear it spool up again and and like lift back up in the air, and then, so we got to like spot it twice, and and that was just it's just really fun. It's just like little moments like that, or um, yeah, just moments like that where you're like trying to chase a plane around and just something unexpected happens. But yeah, yeah, that's always the best feeling when something turns out the way you weren't expecting it it turns out really 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 well yeah but anyway guys that's let's uh, let's start wrapping her up here um let's uh yeah if you guys have any tips words of encouragement for the listener out there and uh you know let's let's hear it uh isaiah send it yeah so i would say for spotting you know it's really just about going out and exploring um your airport and like pushing like just not being afraid to push some boundaries like i know that like something that i remember peter and i encountered a lot at 
McCarran was some people, you know, just were like, where are you guys finding these spots? Where are you guys finding these spots around the airport? And, you know, really, I mean, Peter and I found a lot of those spots by just being willing to explore and push some boundaries. And so I would say at whatever airport you're at, like, of course, try to find like the designated spotting area as like a, as an anchor point, uh, you know, if you're lucky enough to have an airport that supports that type of thing, you know, really like I, w- I always encourage exploring and, you know, I want to say that with some caution too, because I've definitely had my ID taken by like the cops at <laughs> Metro, like exploring a little bit too much down by like the, there's a, there's a really cool spot where you can get like lineups onto, onto the eights down by some railroad tracks, but you know, they took my ID there once and they were like, the railroad police are going to come to, come to get you. And I, I just imagine like Thomas, the tank engine with like, <laughs> you know, a gun and a police badge coming over to, you know, take me away. But no, no, I'll do respect to law enforcement and <laughs> in the railroad policing community. Um, but anyways, I would say just, just explore, explore, look for things like, I mean, Peter and I, we, can't tell you how many times we jumped up on top of a, pa- a power box and which is like a transformer you know not like you know the optimus prime kind but like the <laughs> the end the the electricity kind you just jump on top tro- on top of those and, <laughs> and take pictures of of the planes gives you like a good advantage like over the fence and it's just it just makes it a lot of fun so that that's the advice that i would give to anybody that's like trying to get into spotting and, and wants to try to find like unique angles to just really explore your airport and and, and just to get her, it's just more fun that way to get around like that. Yeah. What about you, Peter? Uh, my best advice would be to develop your own style, uh, take pictures of what you like, and don't let anyone tell you that it's wrong. You know, everyone thinks they have the best shots and that they're number one, but there's always someone better. So be humble, be nice to people, and uh, develop your own style, your own editing. Everyone's got their own view of what they like, so find your own and run with it perfect simple and well said and you're absolutely right both of you guys are absolutely right you know do your own thing try your own thing and um always keep innovating you know don't you know find your own stuff and run with it so, absolutely anyway guys before we wrap it up we mentioned an instagram so let's uh yeah let's uh let's hear them you know how can people find your work what's your uh, instagram and uh, where you guys post your other stuff if you have that yeah so you can find us at 702 spotters on Instagram, um, you know, as far as my personal Instagram, it, that's just going to be Isaiah.Ortiz with an underscore, and that's holds a lot of my landscape photography. And if you go way back in my profile, you can see those old spotting photos. But. Uh, yeah, my personal Instagram is going to be Peter underscore Hein, H-E-I-N. Uh, I also have some posts up on Jet Photos that's going to be the same same name. And like Isaiah said, if you scroll way back on Instagram, you can see our beginnings of spotting. And on my personal, I post some flying stuff and some other cool stuff. So follow us along. Awesome. And you are a gamer. So if anybody wants to come game with you, Peter, what's your uh, what's your account if anybody wants to come on? Uh, yeah, my Xbox gamer tag is uh, Private Pile. It's PVT, all caps, it's with a space, and then P-Y-L-E. Awesome. All right, well, hopefully we can get you some uh, gamers and make a little uh, little gamer community and all that. But uh, yeah. anyway, guys, um, thanks for taking the time to come on here and talk aviation with me. Uh, I hope you guys had a great time. I certainly did. 
hopefully, uh, and also Peter, uh, more specifically for you, thanks for um, driving me around Vegas for the last red flag. I really <laughs> do appreciate that, and thank you for being a really great friend and really helped me out. And the same goes for you, Isaiah. Thank you so much for you know being really cool with me and helping me out a lot, especially in Vegas. Um, for both of you. So thank you so much for all of that. I really, really do appreciate it. Absolutely, man. Thanks so much for having us on and hanging out with us. And it's been great being friends with you. You're an awesome guy. Yeah, man. And I want to say thank you so much for having us on too, man. I just really appreciate it. And it's cool. It's really cool to like kind of recap our story and everything. I think it's really fun. So yeah. And that's the point of this. And especially you guys are very unique and have the, the joint Instagram account. And hopefully uh, can't wait to see your guys' work and um, hopefully be down spawn together very soon again. So anyway, guys, that's going to wrap it up for me here on episode 18 of the Aviation Spotters podcast. We are up on YouTube. YouTube is up. We have our YouTube videos up there. Go subscribe to the channel. Share YouTube uh, with people that don't have the normal ways of listening to the ABSP. We have a lot of more exciting things coming up here very soon. 2021 is going to be a very good year for us, I feel. But also... If you guys are listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure to leave a rating. That helps uh, the algorithm get the ABSP out to more people. Um, so please subscribe, like, comment, share, whatever. Get the word out. And as always, if you guys have any questions or feedback for the show, send me a direct message on Instagram at BOI Spotter, Twitter at BOI Spotter. Send us a Facebook message, uh, the Aviation Spotters Podcast on Facebook. So, also, send us profiles, guys. I want those profiles. You guys know that I have been getting some really good profiles from a lot of good people, and I have been reaching out to them, so we're going to make a lot of this good stuff happen. So, anyway, guys, that's, that is going to do it for me here on another episode of the Aviation Spotters Podcast. And, Peter, Isaiah, did anything else to add before we close it out? You're a great host, man. I just really appreciate you. Thank you. Yep, you're doing a great job. Keep it going. Awesome, guys. Thank you so much for your support, and thank you so much for your constant feedback. And anyway, guys, that's going to do it for another episode here for me on the Aviation Spotters Podcast. And as always, keep those batteries charged and those cameras ready. We'll catch you on another episode of the Aviation Spotters Podcast.